Hey, I'd like to welcome you to another episode of the Mission Matters Money Podcast, your source for all things money. My name is Adam Torres. You can follow me on Instagram at AskAdamTorres. Keep up with my book releases, book tour schedule, signings, all that other good stuff. Always love to connect with you there. And as always, if you'd like to apply to become a co-author of one of my upcoming books, just head on over to the website, missionmatters.com, and click on Become an Author to Apply. All right, so today I have Scott Schwartz on the line, and he's a partner over at Armanino LLP. Scott, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. All right, so I'm excited to get into today's topic. I mean, how employees should be thinking about their equity compensation. Um, but before we do that, let's talk a little bit more about what you're doing over at Armanino. Uh, tell us a little bit more about the company, please. Yeah, we're, uh, we're an accounting consulting firm, um, about the 20th largest firm in the country. And uh, what, I, what I kind of focus on, uh, just to narrow it down, so we do your traditional audit and tax services as well as a whole bunch of consulting, but we're very focused on the technology uh, industry. So that's uh, that's my bread and butter. Uh, working with tech companies of of all different bread and you know all different spans. So biotech, um, SaaS, uh, med device, etc. So and and we're helping them do uh, financial planning. We're helping them do uh, valuation work, uh, equity compensation, which we're going to dive into transactions, M and A, IPO readiness. Uh, audit and the like. So we're very focused and, and have expertise in various technology uh, niches. We call them. Oh man, I think that's I think it's a great transition and uh, equity compensation, big deal for your startups, for your tech companies, for your funded um, startups. Uh, let's just jump right in. So, how employees should be thinking about their equity compensation? Where do you want to begin with that one? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I think what we find, so, you know, we typically get hired by, by a company, and, and as part of that engagement, we're helping employees, doing employee education, and what we find to begin is just employees understanding what do they have, what did they get, mm-hmm. you know, you, you negotiate something in your offer letter, um, but then ultimately, when you get hired and you start, you get a grant agreement. So understanding what is that? What are you getting? Are you getting an incentive stock option? Are you getting a non-qualified stock option? And then asking more questions. What are the tax implications of that? So you know, the, the first and foremost, whether you're in a private company and, and you're probably getting stock options or you're at a public company and you might be getting restricted stock units or you might have an ESPP plan, which I'm super excited for, for companies that have those, it's all about knowing what benefits are available to you, reading those plans, asking questions, I can tell you our clients love it when their employees are asking, hey, what does this mean, right? Because mm-hmm. most employees just take the, you know, digital a grant agreement and, and sort of stick it in the virtual drawer, we call it, and, mm-hmm. and are on their way. So I think that's step let's, number one is just understanding what you have. Let's, um, let's just for a moment um, explore this from the side of the business owner. So what are some of – and we don't have to get too granular, but just to, just to get people thinking from the other side of the coin, a lot of business owners, entrepreneurs, executives listening, um, what are some of the benefits of, of putting together some of these plans when it, that you've noticed in, in tech companies or otherwise um, in ter- for, their, for the employees? Yeah, and um, we've actually seen a trend in, in uh, LLCs uh, creating profit interest plans and things like that. And what the benefit is is, is tying people to the, the long-term value, right? Um, it's, it's not a short-term game, right? If I get a stock option today and um, it's priced at a dollar and, and the market price is a dollar, the goal isn't that, you know, that price goes to $1.05, right? The goal is that we have a liquidity event down the line, whether that's a, a acquisition or it could be an IPO, 
uh, or whatever it is, right? It could be a secondary, right? We're seeing a lot of, um, and we could talk about this, we're seeing a lot of uh, secondary transactions going on where employees are getting liquidity. So I think the idea, if I'm a business owner, is thinking about um, basically where you want your employees' mindset to be, right? You want them focused on the long term. You want them aligned. You want them bought in with you. And I think that's a way that um, that's a way that you can you can achieve that is is through some sort of equity program. And there's different there's different realms. Um, there could be you know shadow based plans that are cash based, or there could be true share based equity programs. Yeah, and what I what I like about this whole um, um, equity compensation side of the thing is that there's you know there's different rules, different benefits, and it's more it's more customizable. I, I feel like many people <laughs> listening have only maybe heard of like your 401ks or your profit sharing plan or some of those little basic you know legacy type things. But the when you think about today's employee, in my mind, because I, I hear people all the time talk about retention and all these other things, yep. and I'm like, well, I mean, I mean, there is a there's already a way to solve retention issues. I mean, Part of it, by the way, I'm not I'm not glancing over culture. I'm not glancing over creating a great work environment. I'm not glancing over those things. But let's assume that you're doing those things, or that and you have you know, and you're still having an issue with retention of maybe some key employees or executives or other things. It's like that that was solved a long time ago. It's called equity compensation plans. Yeah, I mean I, that's a really good point, and and. and we like to think about your equity compensation plan has to fit in with your culture, right? It has to. Absolutely. It, 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 it's got to be part of your total benefits and your total culture. Um, but to your point, there's a, do you want to have a broad-based plan, right, which mm-hmm. maybe is everybody from the CEO down to the janitor, right, who gets options? Or do you have a focused sort of, you know, more of an executive or middle management plan, right? Mm-hmm. Th- those are some of the, the flexibility or some of the options. Have both. Have. <laughs> Right, right, yeah, or right. Both. So, so it's not an either uh, or. I just want to throw that out there for people that are listening that aren't aware of it, or you could have both. It just depends. Right, right. And and I think that's, that is the beauty of equity compensation. Um, the other thing is the instruments, right? There are a number of different instruments that you can grant out there. What we do caution is sometimes companies get a little bit too creative, right? Mm-hmm. They, they, they create, again, because of that flexibility, they create yep. plans that are intended to achieve X, um, but they're so complicated and they have so many performance milestones that the employee doesn't ultimately understand it in the end. And so um, while there's flexibility, right, like anything, you have to be cautious with how you use that flexibility. Because in the end, your employee has to understand yeah. you know, how do they achieve it and, and what the end kind of outcome is. And let's uh, let's go a little bit further down that line. So let's assume that you know they they're working with you or whomever they're working with, and they're um, and now the employee uh, understands um, what they have. They understand the benefit. I mean, what's the next thing, uh, if you will, on that path of what, how the employee should be thinking about their equity compensation plan? Yeah, I think it's uh, when when should I be um, perhaps doing something with that plan, right? So should I be, if you think about a stock option, should I be consider, should I be thinking about exercising it? Um, there's tax consequences, but so planning, I would say, the next step is, hey, I understand it, I get what the um, milestones are, excuse me, or the outcomes or whatever it is. The next step is planning, um, especially with incentive stock options, which you know 90% of our clients issue, there are real ways to exercise your option with almost no tax impact 
if you understand it and you understand your personal tax situation. Um, now you have to be comfortable outlaying the cash to buy the option, mm-hmm. but there is ways to basically have AM, you know, be below the AMT threshold, alternative minimum tax. Sorry, there's a lot of acronyms in this industry, but, mm-hmm. um, but just the, the, the idea I think is around planning. When should I think about exercising or when should I think about selling if I do exercise it? For example, if I'm in a public company, um, or with the employee stock purchase plan, the ESPP, when should I think about enrolling or withdrawing? All of those things, planning, you know, is really an important piece um, if, if I'm an employee and I have equity compensation. The last thing I'll that. say on that is uh, if you have an employee stock purchase plan, and you, so you work for a public company and you have an employee stock purchase plan, truly consider enrolling. I talk to friends uh, out on the soccer pitch and uh, I, 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 I nerd out and say, hey, if you're not enrolled in your ASVP, you're, you're, you're giving away money. Um, and so there's just a huge benefit if you do have an employee stock purchase plan. Think about it, look at it, and and understand it. So ah, I love it, and I think that I think you hit the nail on the head with that one. Planning. I mean, that cannot be uh, underestimated. You know, you have your typical, and again, going back to why. I mean, a lot of times you have your no, you know, your normal 401k. These things are really easy to understand. So maybe your financial advisor, whomever you're working with, that their model, they have that modeled out. But you really want to get uh, if you have the option for um, these equity compensation type plans um, and you are taking advantage of them. You have you want to make sure they're modeled out in your overall in the context of your overall financial plan, especially depending on the size of it, um, because it can make yep. a huge difference. And what you were talking about on taxes and all that, we won't go too far. We're not going to go into that on this on this interview. Sure. But um, I can say that a lot of people that I've seen in the past, you know, they wait till the last minute, they do something, they they time something wrong and they they, they find out usually after the fact. Um, that, that yep. they could have they, they could have done something another way that would have saved them money and it's it's a thing it's a it's a real thing and I've seen some horror stories unfortunately um, for when things were done wrong and then you, you're like well it's kind of late you you're, you got the taxes IRS is going to give you a bill it's it's done I mean this should have been modeled and done a, um, a different way um, quite some time ago um, but it's usually don't don't play um, don't 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 think about this in hindsight plan ahead for these because it can make a big difference um, so Scott. Um, yeah. That being said, um, um, I can talk to you about this all day long, especially if you're going to get into the tax portion of it, but we're about out of time. So that being said, if somebody is listening to this and they want more information on Armanino or to connect with you, um, what's the best way for them to reach out? Yeah, definitely uh, check out our w- website, uh, armaninollp.com, A-R-M-A-N-I-N-O, uh, LLP.com. Um, as well as they could email me, uh, scott.schwartz uh, at uh, armaninollp.com. So happy to, happy to help, happy to answer questions. Um, you know, to your point, we as a firm have uh, a broad set of skills, so we can help on the tax side, we can help on the accounting side, we can help on the employee education. So it's one of the things I love about the firm. I don't have all the tax answers. I'm not a tax guy, but I got friends, uh, you know, right, right, right next door to me that, that can help. So. 
Fantastic. Well, hey, Scott, been great having you on the show today to uh, give us some more background on what employees should be thinking about for their equity compensation. And to the audience, as always, thank you for tuning in. Hope you got a lot of value out of this. If you did, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast, uh, leave me a review on the Apple iTunes store. If you're watching this on our YouTube channel, Mission Matters Money, give us a subscribe there, but also leave us some comments on the video. I'd love to know what you thought and what kind of things that you're working on. And Scott, thanks again for coming on the show.